Hello, I'm Banning Air, and you're listening to Season 7 of the Afropop Close-Up Podcast, where we go beyond the music into politics, religion, history, and culture. In this episode, Feifei reports from Lagos, Nigeria on The Caveman, a group that is keeping high-life tradition alive in the age of Afrobeats. Now, when we think of Lagos these days, highlife is not the genre that comes to mind. Nigerian highlife had its heyday in the 1960s, and Afrobeats is now the order of the day. But as Feifei reports, the 20-something brothers who are the cavemen are sticking to their idea, and it's working. Here's Feifei with the cavemen. up for debate that one of the greatest genres of music in West Africa is high life and that it sets the tone and foundation for every other type of music. In Nigeria today, the sound of the music, the pace of the music, the general style and feel of it, though built on high life, is different. The genres are now Afrobeats, Afropop, Alternative, also known as Altair, and many more. We know of high life and Afrobeat kings like Oliver the Cook, Victor Weifel, Rex Jim Lawson, and a long list of great musicians. And we also know what their music sound like. What does high life in its truest form sound like today? How is it still thriving amongst other mainstream sounds? To answer this question, let me introduce you to the Cavemen, a duo of brothers who are the contemporary custodians of one of the most influential genres in the African soundscape. Kingsley Okoye, one half of the Cavemen, bassist, producer, songwriter, singer, and um, every other thing that has to do with the Cavemen. Benjamin, the other half. I am a drummer, singer, and musician. Cavemen is now a band. It's a duo. So it's two of us, it's Iron Kingsley. My mom, as the owner of a church, general herself, her church. And we still have a lot of opportunities to play music. And our uncle from my mom's side was the drummer of the church, and that, that immediately just was like a magnet. Our mom used to consistently play a lot of gospel music and music generally. And our dad, he kind of exposed us to another kind of music as well. They were very, very instrumental. I started low with the intention of music being my hobby, so I've always done music. The law was just that, okay, go and do some, study something in school. As I was, I was doing the law, I never stopped playing music, I never stopped rehearsing. I feel like music was always there, and I feel like law kind of opened my eyes to the fact that yeah, you're supposed to do music. Yeah, so they kind of are interrelated. The cavemen are natives of Orlu, Imo State, and did a lot of singing in the church, as you've heard. The duo of brothers, Kingsley and Benjamin, who are both in their mid-twenties, formed the cavemen in 2018. 
In four years, they've recorded two albums. The debut album, titled Roots, and the sophomore album, titled Love and High Life. Unlike Love and High Life, their debut album, Roots, released in 2020, was a 16-track success with no collaborations. The Roots album was recorded in their living room, and all songs on it were written and produced by the cavemen. Let's hear more about how this duo came to be from Kingsley, who earned a law degree from Babcock University and Nigerian Law School campus in Kanu State. When I got back from my law school break, I told Benjamin that, oh, I have this idea of the caveman. We hadn't even named it yet, but I wanted us to like have a band that would play like crazy music. Then it was a highlight for in the picture. But it was then we now decided that let's do this thing. Then 2018, things started becoming clearer, and that's where the caveman. The name was inspired by the fact that I was in Kano. I did my law school in Kano, and you know, there I felt so far away from everything that was going on. I was in the outskirts of Kano. It just kind of came to me that, oh, you're actually in a cave. I started playing the keyboard because. I was told that I could not learn bass at my age. But I always knew that I was always moving towards the bass lines and the bass and like, the, you know, I just liked the idea of, you know, being the very foundation. Mainly I got the opportunity, I just switched to the bass and since 2011 I've been playing it now. For one brother, music was the hobby that eventually turned into a career, while the other was so consumed by music that he couldn't do anything else but study it. First, it's like, but this was a passion. I didn't know how to do anything else. You know, I wasn't book smart or anything. So I needed to do this. It was the only thing I could think about even in school, in secondary school. Benjamin attended the Peter King College of Music, located in Badagri, Nigeria. Established in 1982 by legendary Afro-jazz musician Peter King, who is known for his Maliki sound and playing several instruments like the conga drums, saxophone, maracas, double bass and more. He formed several bands that played across Europe and America, including the African Messengers Group, they performed as the backup band for acts like The Four Tops, The Temptations, and Diana Ross. He returned to Nigeria in 1969 with a different group, The Voice of Africa, and performed at the war front during the Nigerian Civil War. The Peter King College of Music may have started with only 30 students at the time it was established, but has now gone to nurture over 2,000 students, including the amazing guitarist and singer Asha. Benjamin, the drummer of the cavemen, alongside Ayobanji Mabawonku, an alumnus of the Peter King College of Music, shared their experiences. Going to music school, away from everybody else, away from family. Uh, the school was so far, it was Badagri. That isolation gives you time to practice and find that sound. That was just it. I was there for two years. My name is um, Ayobanji Mabawonku a musician, a drummer, and um, a sound engineer. When I was going into Peter King, I had the uh, mindset of, okay, just going to learn 
it was purely music. You wake up in the morning, it's music you wake up to. You are about to sleep. You have seen somebody still playing the piano in your head and stuff like that. Somebody jamming and doing stuff. I saw people were far much better than me. People were my level. People who I, I was even better than. Everybody in the same space. So I think that helped me improve a lot because there was no space for any other thing. Nothing was done. You are not even being taught English. Nothing. It's just pure music from the scratch to any level you want to get to. This song is called Bolo Bolo, Happiness in the Cave, by the duo The Cavemen, whose style of music currently depicts what high life out of Nigeria sounds like right now. The likes of Omaumi and Simi Dakolo, runner-up and winner of the first edition of the music reality show West African Idols, rapper Fino, Flavor Nabania, and more, also delivers some of the finest high life songs out of Nigeria. While the cavemen keep it pure high life, these other artists dabble into different genres like rap, R&B, and Afrobeats, or record songs that blend high life and another genre. With the cavemen, one must wonder if they had doubts. How have they managed to remain so confident in the style of music they do? And how did they know it would appeal to a large number of listeners? The cavemen are still keeping high life in its originality. No fiction of whatsoever, just normal guitar, drums. So I would say the cavemen, as of now, are bringing, are keeping high life pure the way it is. What we do today is, is about what we also want to listen to. At the time, yeah, we know that the music is there, but there's this music that is not there. I know. So we still uh, we still listen to Afrobeat. We still listen to everything, you know. But we wanted to, you know, fill up a void. Baby, feel alright. Come inside the cave and feel alright. Every creative needs some form of inspiration. The cavemen and love for live music are the inspiration for putting this episode together. From onstage battles, soloing on the bass guitar and on the drums, to writing songs together and deciding the best time signature for a tune. Both brothers seem to draw inspiration from each other and from the world around them. The cliche thing to say is to go way back and listen to the people that have done it before you, which is not wrong. To be honest with you, right now, I'm drawing inspiration from researching and studying. I and my brother, we didn't really grow up together. So it's very hard for like me to listen to what he says sometimes when it comes to, because he's very intelligent when it comes to like even drumming. I mean, he can't play like I do, of course, but like <laughs> he's just very, he's just a genius when it comes to music in general. So like having to listen to him say, play this instead of this is very inspiring like drawing that inspiration from him too as well from basically the environment going to the gym taking walks when you come back because like everything is rhythm if you move your leg if you walk it's rhythm so you come back and then you've heard that and you're not applied to the musical instruments you have is yeah that's basically where the inspiration comes from one of the key traits of a high life musician is uniqueness and showmanship 
These traits are embodied by drummer Benjamin, who has a massive presence on stage and a confidence that takes the music from ordinary to sublime. For me, it's not a thing of it's not a thing of pride. It's um, more of like the way I see myself. I know how great I am at this. I, I, I fucking play this shit every day of my life. Like I know how good I am at this. I know I'm, I know I'm great. I'm one of the best in the world. But like it's not. It, it's still it's still humbling to me. So I remain humble even saying that. Another unique thing about the duo is the style of vocalization, which is pitchy primarily and a fine mix of melody riffs and lyrics inspired by great artists across Africa. That one, man, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know how it came. Boy, just let's just say it was a gift, and you know, just kept working on it. I mean, there are certain people that I've listened to that I draw inspiration from, like the likes of Richabona, Salif Keita, Atumata Diawara, and Co. And like combining that to make me an hybrid of those people that have done it before me. But yeah, it was it was given, it was a gift from the Most High. For the cavemen, their 2020 album, Roots, aimed to find middle ground between music that is too deep and music that is too dancey. Also, they wanted to establish what high life used to be, create songs that will let people know what high life is now and what high life will be in the future. They were curious to see how people would respond to the album. It's safe to say that the album took some fans back to their roots and gave a nostalgic feeling to others. The album was nominated for the Hedys Awards under the Best Alternative Album category in the same year as its release. It won the category against Yellow by Brimo, Lucid by fellow alumnus and now collaborator Asha, The Light by Bez, and Pioneers by DRB Laskidi. It is interesting to see that High Life now falls under alternative music. High Life is a high life. <laughs> and nothing will change that. It's a mother genre. It gave birth to Afrobeat. It gave birth to many genres. So nothing will change that. So if you decide to call High Life Alte, that won't concern you. If you decide to call High Life Rock, it's your business. But like, just respect the culture, no matter what you call it. We met the Donnelly at uh, Tamari Festival, the same festival, the first time we played as the cavemen. But um, she did not discover us. <laughs> um, we, had, we discovered ourselves. Um, we had even released Osundu before the UIL uh, came out. So um, it's understandable for people to say that because they first heard of us from the Donnelly, the Donnelly's music. 11 songs of Lady Donnelly's Enjoy Your Life album were produced by The Cavemen. 
Lady Donnelly in turn has credit as co-executive producer on the Roots album. They also have collaborations with the likes of Made Kuti, Afrobeat singer, songwriter and instrumentalist, and grandson of Fela Kuti, Kobams Asukwa, musician, producer and songwriter, and Basketmouth, comedian and rapper. One general challenge for musicians who do live performances in Nigeria is managing the sound. To deliver the most memorable performances, it is vital to get the sound right. So it's a thing of, I mean, like, it's okay to complain that the country is bad, but like, I feel like if you love something that you do, put in the work to make it right as much as possible. Even though the sound is not okay on stage for us, that we know that the sound is not okay on stage, Make sure that the people that you're giving these gifts that God has given you, like the people that you're spreading this to, are okay. And we have to, we, we carry our sound engineer everywhere. We put in the work to make sure that, because live performing is like our thing. So everything has to be right as much as possible. We have to be there for sound check. Go for your sound check. Sound check and go and get ready for the show and then play the show. You know, put in the work. So like we we are just putting in the work. <laughs> it's as simple as that. We have played you the sound of high life today. We honestly wonder what the future holds for the cavemen and this very significant genre of music. Well, just uh, performing and spreading the news as much as we can, especially in the country, Nigeria, uh, home. I mean, we're already doing it. We did it last year, and we're going to do it again. So just spreading across the country and making sure that everybody, you know, have received this healing that we have received. So that's the end goal. And then eventually, of course, travel across the world to spread the same healing. The future of high life. High life cannot die. High life cannot go anywhere. But what I'm concerned about is keeping the originality. Let's not be diffused. So if music institutes and uh, music personnel or the older generation can start teaching the younger generation some of the basics, I know it will still be kept. Cavemen are still a basketball young guy doing that thing in this generation. So I know the next generation, people will still do eye life, but I just want it to be still pure as a pure eye life, no direction whatsoever. so much for listening. This Afropop close-up was made possible by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts. But to keep this series going, we need your support. Visit afropop.org and make a donation. Every dollar counts. For Afropop Worldwide, I am Feifei. Fei.